Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbors CJ, Kate Let's get the neighbors Hello, this is Neighbors, the Neighbors Recap Podcast We have a chat about the most recent episodes of Neighbors that have just aired the Aussie Soap and I am thrilled. I'm Vaya, and I am happy to welcome back CJ. Hello, everyone. CJ's had a baby. I have, so I've been on a neighbor's maternity leave. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and even more, well, not even more exciting. And another exciting fact is that your baby shares a name with a new character. Yes. So neighbors and CJ both brought an Angus into the the storyline mix. Yeah. At, at pretty much the same week, I think. It was. Yeah. So you chose the name Angus first. I, I think. I did. Well, no, Sarah Beaufort chose chose the name many years ago. Oh, true. Actually, you're ago. right. Yeah. You're right. Did she? I don't know if he's never ever been, ever been mentioned before. Maybe there's also an Antigone, his sister. Which oh, that's is, it's very di- culturally different. Yeah. <laughs> she, maybe maybe a Scottish Sarah's name sort of like it, she travels yeah. and picks a name when she's on a trip. They were in a museum in Athens, and yeah. she was like Antigone. Yes. And then she went to Scotland, went Angus. <laughs> So Angus, and we'll get to him, is the the son of Sarah Beaumont. Oh, Beaumont, sorry. Carl's um, former lover who's got the stomach cancer and she's dumped him on the Kennedys so she can go and have the, this amazing German treatment that everyone's Which I know that Neighbours really put a good solid amount of time into making that storyline valid. Yes. But seriously, she comes back, like, you know, she had the affair many yeah. years ago. She was probably the biggest standout Neighbours moment ever yeah. in the world. The slap with the Susan. The slap, yeah. yeah. And gives her child to Susan. Yeah. And, and Sue's just let it happen. Yeah. Well, how did that happen? Anyway, I mean, I was there, I saw it, but I, I just, I still can't believe that that happened. It's pretty stunning. Like, I mean, but also Susan took in Holly, his actual love child. Remember? That's um, true. Nat Bass's daughter. But, but at least, I mean, she's related to her husband. Yeah. Whereas this kid is not related to anyone. Except, and I was asking on Twitter, um, is he technically Ben's cousin? I think you're right, yeah. Because his Angus's mother, Sarah, is Ben's auntie Catherine's sister. Yeah. yeah. So if, if they were Greek, everyone would be cousins. Yeah. But that's my cousin Angus. They're related by marriage. Yeah. All right. So why didn't they just say that to, um, to Ben? Because Ben's had a lot of problems with Angus's <laughs> appearance, hasn't he? Why didn't they say, look, he's your cousin? Yeah. So deal with it. Accept him. Yeah, and his mum dumped him too. Yeah. So let's dial it back to Monday the 16th of May. Mm-hmm. Footnote, by the way, the, my most exciting episode of the week was Wednesday. I've got a whole page on Wednesday. Oh, so I'm very excited I'm gonna... to hear. Because, so I'll, I will reference that I've been watching Neighbours at about th- at the 3am to 4am oh, wow. um, um, feed yeah. with my child. So the days are sort of blurring into each other. I don't remember which day is which anymore. Yeah, that yeah. must mess with your head watching it at that hour. Yeah. You should watch it. You should sync up with the UK and watch with them. I actually I should do that. <laughs> I, it'll take some effort to sync the child's feeds up. But, oh yeah, but I think but I could do it. And I also I, also I love that Angus was born at six twenty eight p.m. He was on, yeah on a weekend, but still it's like he knew. Yeah, he was getting prepped. He had to be ready for neighbours. Yeah. And one of my goals, and anyone that I've talked to on Twitter will know that one of my goals was to watch neighbours every night at six thirty and live yeah. tweet it, which. It has been impossible. But it's still more than you've ever tweeted it before. Yeah. But I've noticed that even if I tweet it at 3am, someone answers me. Yeah, someone's always ready to have 
a chat about neighbours. And that's what I love. So, you know, so I'm still out there having a chat on Twitter, yeah. guys. So you can you can wake up at 3am with me and baby Angus yeah. and talk about neighbours. Well, let's talk about Xanthi's jacket at, at Because I Am Pink. Because the first thing CJ said when I turned the mics on is, we need to talk about Xanthi's jacket. Oh. I, I don't even know where that jacket came from, but that's later in the week. So let's talk yeah. about Monday. So Monday. Now, we have another new character. We have Walter. Walter Mitchell. Oh, that's right. Now, Walter is Sonia's uncle. Uncle. Her her late father's brother. Yeah. And she mentioned during the week that both of her parents were killed in a car accident. Yeah. Now, this the biggest letdown about Walter is that he is the red folder, the mysterious red folder yes. that Toadie mentioned when he was crushed under the rubble yes. and he put in his dying phone call to Steph and said, go get that folder out of my house and destroy it. Yeah. And we were all conspiracy theorising, like, oh, my God. Affairs. D's alive and that's her witness protection file. Yeah. Secret money. Secret kid, secret yeah. Nell's parentage, all of that. He's actually married to Steph. <sighs> Turns out it was the most boring thing and it's just – Sonia's, she's got a seedy uncle. She's got a drunk uncle. Why Why couldn't he have put that information in his phone? So did her parents die in a car accident? That's what she said, yeah. Was it a drunk driving car accident? Ooh, maybe. maybe. I'm not, I'm not yeah. sure on that. I'm just thinking, did he – was he driving the car? Oh, wow. Maybe that's to come out. Because yeah. that would spice up the red folder. That's, that's my wonder. Because Penny, who's been on this show before, has been calling it the beige folder, which I'm inclined to agree with. Yeah. So Walter's here and Toadie, in the most patronising move, decides not to tell his wife that her uncle is in town. Yeah. He's going to keep that secret. He's just said, this is one of my clients. His name's Mitch. But also, like, does she not recognise him a little? Yeah, I've, like, I've known even just random mates of my dad that he's introduced me. To yeah. when I was like four years old. I'll remember now, 30 years later. Well, she says later in the week that she died at – the parents died at 10. Yeah. So I'm tipping that's when she stopped seeing him. Yeah. At 10. You're almost a, an adolescent at yeah. that age. And because he would have been a grown-up, yeah. he would have been at least 20 to 30. Yeah. And so he would look pretty similar to the way he looks now, just not as old. Maybe unless he just had a drastic physical transformation. Maybe he did like the face-off Nicolas Cage situation. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or uh, maybe he saw, as we'll get to again later in the week, maybe he saw Xanthi's cosmetic therapist. Oh, yeah. Well, they're pretty easy to get an appointment, I hear, so. <laughs> so, Toadie has uh, – the secret is that he's been paying for this guy's rehab, but Walter just didn't go. He just no, – he just po- gives the money to other people, apparently. Po- pocketed the cash. Oh, man. And I also didn't think 5K was enough for rehab. Rehab's expensive. I feel like Toadie probably should have just got him some health insurance, mm. paid for that. Um, and served out the waiting period. And if you're and if you're buying an alcoholic, someone with an addiction, if you're paying for their rehab, maybe put it in the form of a gift voucher. Maybe call the clinic. Call the clinic and go. I'm paying up this mm. guy's board for the next six months. Look, from my limited experience, giving somebody who has an addiction five thousand dollars in cash is not wise. Not a great move, no. especially from a lawyer. Yeah, who should have known better. And, and there's been a fair few addictions on Ramsey Street. One of them is his wife. <laughs> She's got addiction problems. Or, yeah. So he would at least know that, right? So at the, or at the very least, drip feed it once a month, a deduction yeah. send, comes out. Send it like as a trust fund. Problems. So Mitch, so Walter's here and Steph, Steph feels sorry for him. Yep. 
Because Steph knows who he is. Yes. Yeah, which is another problem because Toadie and Toadie shouldn't be keeping secrets with Steph. No, God. No. no. The last time that happened, they the street thought they were fathering a kid together. Exactly. So. So, and I love that Steph, anyone who's a little bit controversial, Steph's like, I've been wronged, you've been wronged. I've let's, been to the clink. Let's be yeah. friends. And I feel like she'd be everyone's mate in prison. She's so sympathetic to everyone. Oh, yeah. Down- I, wish, I wish there was a crossover and she went to Wentworth. I, I want that a lot. Oh, yeah. Wentworth's going really strong TV-wise. So. It's, 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 it's quite possibly a little stronger than Naples. Oh, um. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so moving on from Walter, um, we also have this – testimony from Paul on Piper's vlog, which was very dimly lit because there was a blackout, mm. a blackout that rivaled the tornado that swept through Erinsborough a couple of years ago. <sighs> the, the wiring, the infrastructure, things are not set up well in Erinsborough. The SES crews had to come in to do yeah. damage control. And that job for Nate only lasted a week. Yeah, it? Now Tyler's got it. Yeah, why is he just suddenly an, an SES person? Because well, I guess you can have a normal job and be an SES volunteer. Oh, is it a volunteer it's job? Voluntary. Oh, okay. But I guess mechanic business must be slow for Tyler hmm. and he was just free. And he just thought, I need a vest. So Paul Piper agrees to film this testimonial from Paul about his involvement in the explosion yep. and it's great because so the lighting's out but Piper's iPhone has amazing lighting capabilities. Yeah, and anyone who has an iPhone knows that if you put the flash on for that long... It's going to die. And it makes you look green. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like, remember that board game from the 90s, that video game Atmosphere? Oh, I thought you were going to say Nightmare and I was actually going to well, leave because this, out of fear. The same, <laughs> the same thing. I think they were both related, but that, that board game where you had this creepy face on a video screen yeah. and he told you, it was, you had to say like, yes, my gatekeeper. Yeah, and I stuff. cried once at a party because somebody watched that and everyone was mean to me for like a month. <laughs> so, so Paul was like the gatekeeper. And I love that um, Piper was able to do this. Like, you know, every few years you have like a character like this in Neighbours, like Sky was one, mm. like the girl that's, you know, a young girl but she's willing to break the rules and investigate things. In, in and, the For the sake of truth. Yeah, for the sake of truth. Yeah. And she was, she was, you know, putting herself in a pretty terrible situation. Like she's sitting there possibly with her brother's murderer. Yeah. I love how when they talk about Josh they go, I lost my son. And my father-in-law. Like, mm. and I'm like, mm, he was old. I mean, yes, you're cranking up the numbers with us feeling sorry for you, but really you weren't that close. But also, let's focus on your son who was in his early 20s. Yeah, not Where, even. Yeah. He's a teenager. Whereas Doug kind of died of a heart attack. Yeah. Which... But they mm. keep lumping them together. And Paul's charges now, when I wrote them down later in the week, to, he's charged with two counts of manslaughter, which yeah. I think is a stretch considering Doug, as you said, died of a heart attack. He died of a heart attack and he was fine. Yes. Originally. Sure, maybe the explosion stressed him out a little bit. Yeah, but that could have happened like if he didn't buy milk on the right day. Yeah. Like, remember, he wasn't even allowed to deal with things in the afternoon earlier, in, yeah. like that month. Um, and he, 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 he was an old man that was sick. He just invested in a very terrible motel. Paul's motel. Paul's motel. That, that couldn't have been easy on him either. No. Who's looking after that investment? Because uh, it was going to be Josh. Josh. And he's I, dead. I guess Steph's. Steph's doing all the cleaning and maintenance, so I mm. guess she's taken that on, the bookkeeping as well. I wonder if, because who did jo- Josh left all of, did Josh have a will? <laughs> Maybe he just wrote it down on a scrap of paper and Imogen just filed it for him. Yeah, and then just moved overseas. Yeah. yeah. Also, oh, so the other charge of Paul's is oh, 31 counts of reckless conduct, endangering life. Wow. And then everyone who was near the vicinity yeah. at all. So like, Poor Paul, he really didn't do so it. So like Paige had like a scratch on her forehead, so I think he's responsible Reckless for that. Reckless conduct. Yeah. I am Paul a bit, didn't do I'm it. I'm a bit jack of him with his 
Remember when Bart Simpson released that single, the I Didn't Do It? Yeah. I didn't do it. That's Paul for the last month. Because he didn't do it and he loves Therese. <laughs> and that's what he says in the blog. He says the I'm in love with your mother. Oh. Which, okay, weird. Like, yeah. you don't, it's your parents' love life. Like, keep me yeah. out of it. Yeah, and like Piper's barely dealt with the fact that her dad that just sleeps with anyone. Yeah. And goes live next door for a bit and then pops over and hugs mum. Like, yeah. he's, he's all over the place, Brad. So, with Tarage, we she has this lowest ebb on Monday because she some sad music is playing and then she goes into the laundry and fishes a bottle of wine out of the washing machine. Right. The washing machine. <laughs> Couple of things here. Firstly, there's clothes in the washing machine. Or maybe it was the dryer, but there's clothes in it. So, yep. I never there's never anything in my machine. Either it's being washed and then you hang it up. Yep. Or if you've got a dryer, it's dry and you take it out. Like, you don't just leave it. It must have in. been in the dryer because I leave stuff in the dryer oh, all okay. the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have a dryer. Um, that was me being really, like, pious about it. Like, I don't have a dryer. Oh, you don't have a dryer? We air dry. You don't believe in electricity? No. 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 Um, <laughs> fair enough. Well, well, I do. <laughs> but also, is no one in that house putting a load on? Um, no, but I – well, no one is and that's why she's happy to hide it in there because there's no yeah. danger of Piper finding it apparently. Clearly Imogen was the one that was on laundry duty in that house. Yeah, I think Imogen was on quite a bit of duty yeah. in that house because I don't know how things are holding up. No. Poor Tarage. I mean, and we're, we've all said on this podcast before, like let the poor woman have a little tipple. Can we just accept that she's a bit of an alcoholic? Yeah. And, and maybe she just needs to manage that carefully. I like, mean, she doesn't get out and drunk drive or anything, does she? She And she... In a very classy manner, she pours it into a wine glass and takes little sips. She doesn't nick nick the bottle. No, she's not even on, like, spirits yet. No, (laughs) just a little little cab sav of an evening. The worst she's done is not pay for her booze because she gets it from the water hole. (laughs) That's the worst she's done. And they probably underpay her anyway. Yeah, they probably do. Swings and roundabouts. Yeah, and she was meant to be on bereavement leave and Sarah just effed off. Sarah's like, see ya, and Julie Quill's like, well, I'm not going to replace you. Just come back to work, mate. Yeah, come on. It was only your kid and your father-in-law. But anyway, I think she should drink and I think maybe she should move up to Scotch. And when she is with <laughs> Paul, when yeah. their relationship f- comes to fruition, which I, it will. I really want – that makeup sex is going to be incredible. It's going to be amazing. But he will have a Scotch every night and she will have a Chardonnay and it will be okay. Side note, um, spoiler alert for anyone who watches SVU because yep. in season 17 now in the US, Olivia Benson has hooked up with Ed Tucker. Captain Tucker. Yep. It's really hot. And he drinks bourbon and so now she drinks bourbon. Oh, right. So she's just she's, – she's just – I think Paul will be on scotch. Because Olivia Benson loves a red wine. But yeah, when, she does when, love red whenever wine, she's at the bar with Tucker, they both knock back the bourbon. I'm, I'm actually upset with Olivia for that. Because she's assimilating with yeah. the partner. Yeah, I don't like that. I think it's more that – That and bourbon tastes like a mistake. That's how some people are viewing that relationship choice. Um, not to deviate too much from neighbours, but I think she's more doing it like, oh, I'll give that a try. I've never had that before. This is taste nice. I'll, I'll try anything once. She's a trisexual. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, she liked it, so she kept trying it. Oh, and the other thing that happened on Monday is that Candace Alley's back. Uh, Cecilia, you're breaking my heart. And I'm a bit confused as to how Paul ever found this woman. Like, did he look her up on seek.com? She was the woman that um, gaslit Steph. 
Okay, yes. Back way back when she was trying to make Steph feel like she was going crazy. Yeah, I love that. It, like Paul will find, and she's like a single mom. I think. Yeah, she's got troubles with her kids and with money. Like if this was the US, she'd be on Craigslist, and Paul would have put out yeah. an ad going, yeah. "Need someone to co- conduct some um, nefarious activities." Yeah, I'd like her to be kind of attractive. Yeah. Um, but not look like anyone else that lives on the street. No, I have no idea how he found her. But now he he brought her back and asked her to tinker with the boiler room and mm-hmm. not help create a diversion. I for wonder that. why that you you hire the same person to do those things. <laughs> I mean, he knows enough shonky people because he used to be in prison. Yeah. You don't know any other ex-con that can come and help you. Yeah. I also love that, like, as an ex-con, this is the thing that will do him in. Yeah. Like, I think he's killed people before, hasn't he? Pretty much. Didn't he not? At the very least, okay, I need it. We're always... We, we're Wasn't there a fire at the waterhole? Yeah, which I think he did cause. And I'm very sympathetic to Paul at the moment. However, I can never get past the fact that he used to blackmail his wife, Rebecca, into staying married to him and performing yeah. wifely duties because he just loved her and didn't... Even though she didn't love him. Yeah. That's she, not really a feminist story. No. no. She, he was... <laughs> she, he was blackmailing her by saying, if you don't stay married to me, I'm going to turn your son in for pushing me off a balcony. Oh, that's right. I was about to say, did did she push him off the yeah, balcony? Yeah, no, 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 it was Napier. What was his name? De- Declan. Declan. So I've never forgiven him for his treatment of Rebecca. Yeah. So I'm like... I, I just want to let you know that this is... The, the look on your face can't come through on the podcast, but <laughs> Faye is very serious about this. <laughs> she can't forgive him. I'm livid. I might just... <laughs> I might just do a feminist podcast about Paul's treatment. Of yeah, his I can't. I can't watch that because I love him. <laughs> of his wives, so Cecilia comes around to pay a visit to Tarage, and now she's angling. She's furious because she thinks Paul's responsible, even though he loves her. And she's angling for this fake confession from Cecilia to say that well, Paul did want her to sabotage yeah. the boiler room and blah blah blah. And she'll pay. She just no, well, not to pay. She actually just wants a job. Like yeah. this is the sad state of employment for single mothers out there. Mm. They actually have to break the law to get a job as, it, as like the, a cleaner at the hotel yeah. because that might be where she starts. And a few people on Twitter have pointed out that maybe she was angling for around the world cruise like um, mm. who's the other person that Tarage put on a cruise? Um, someone's mum. She's a bogan. Like <gasps> Shaz Can. Shaz Can. Yeah. Sharon Canning. Yes. To, because she was having an affair with Matt Turner. Yes. yes. Excellent. So um, I just want to point out something yes. before we move on because it's very important to me that Therese and Paul end up together. Me too. Um, but they have not changed the credits at the start. <laughs> so they're still enjoying it. Are they There's, a wine? I think, I think they may actually be having a wine and maybe some dips. Yeah. <laughs> um, out, out on the back. Yeah. yeah, on the deck. And so they haven't changed that. And I feel that. That's neighbours being economical with their shooting of um, yes. their opening credits. They're like, they're going to make up again, so we're not going to put a different so whatever. slide in here. Yeah, and I think, you know, like they're, they're normally pretty quick when there's a death. Oh, Josh was out by the end of that day. Yeah. He was off the credits, even though he was still putting in appearances on the video, on like Piper's vlog and stuff. Yeah, and so he's gone. And then, um, but even like we've got like rando ones even because, you know, we've got Sheila, Steph and... Um, and Nate. Nate together. Just is hanging. it Nate? Yeah. Or is it a Brennan? Oh, sorry. It's Aaron Brennan. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're all just hanging and someone on Twitter made a really great... Maybe it was even you. It's so basically they're all just randomly touching a table together. Yeah. So everyone, when the next episode's on, watch it because... Yeah. So the, I can't remember who on Twitter said it, but they're like, the director's line was so, now just walk over and touch the table, guys. And that's exactly what the scene is because there's no reason that they're all sort of touching the table. It almost looks like when you're a kid and you're playing Tiggy and you all put your yeah. hands in to do any, many, miny, mo. It yeah. looks like they're about to play Chasey. Or like touch the table yeah. or, you know, eat the clowns coming out. 
I don't know. It's very random. Weird. So they could have popped Paul in the rando slide. Yeah, he could have been playing Chasey. Yeah. Now, CJ, we move into Tuesday, the 17th of May. Mm-hmm. Sonia comes back from a little whirlwind trip to Canberra. I love how Canberra cares about the mayor from Erinsborough. Brilliant. I actually, I don't know if you agree with this one, but I'm finding Sonia's blossoming in her political career. Yeah. I th- no, I think that she could end up a senator. Why not? <laughs> Let's move towards that. She, I think she's wearing sassy blazers. Yeah. Like, nice. That floral blazer she was wearing was really pretty. And she seems to have settled into the workload as well, I've noticed. And do, she does it all. Toadie couldn't babysit Nell, so he ships her up to Canberra with Sonia. Yeah, and she just takes her to whatever she was at. She's like, do we want um, Angie to come down from Colac to have some grandma time? No, we'll just take her to Canberra. Yeah, and I think she mentions like that she's going to use the daycare up there. Yeah, in the hotel or in the conference. Oh, maybe it's a hotel thing, yeah. I was thinking, I think there's actually a daycare crisis in Canberra, so <laughs> I'm not quite sure that would have worked out, but okay. Maybe it was a really parent-friendly conference uh, and they mm. had childcare facilities available. Yeah, was it a... Was it a conference for mayors? It was – she had to make a mayoral speech. Yeah, okay. So it was like a municipality conference. Right. And she had a slideshow and stuff. She And she seemed to have nailed it. I loved as well – she did take a moment to tell them all that she'd nailed her speech. And you've really got to celebrate your wins. Yeah, yeah. You're moving forward with your career, not with your nursery. That's dying. But you, Yeah, that's dying. No one's getting juice anymore. You're a, bu- um, you're a busy mum on the go. You're getting it all done. Take time to pat yourself on the back and you go, great speech, Sonia. Yeah, well I done. went up there and I represented Erin Sparrow and I killed it. There were some probably some bridges up there that were saved. Probably. Because of Sonia's speech. Probably. Uh, and this is where to- Toadie lies to her and says, this is my mate Mitch. <sighs> sometimes, sometimes when things happen on Neighbours <laughs> and you're like, why did you do that, Toadie? Mm. You already had a folder. I think Toadie had his life together a bit more when he was working for the soul-sucking lawyer zombies in the city yeah. and he had to go work in a real office, whereas mm. now he's doing his law work on the coffee table Yeah, and he's just letting it all slide. He yeah. doesn't even wear suits anymore. No, he doesn't. I don't even know if he's a lawyer anymore because Imogen was doing most of it. Does he have an assistant these days? No, because Imogen left yeah. and she he paid her finally. He started paying her a few months ago to That's assist nice. him. Yeah, But she has become a lawyer now. Maybe Piper can she- assist him. She's exactly who should. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's got that attitude. She's savvy. She's not interested in law, but she wants the truth. Yeah. She, oh, she could become interested in law, sure. Yeah. She's the kind of person that could. She could do arts law. And she'd love to do like legal aid <laughs> or something. did you start with arts law? No way. I, people wanted me to. Yeah. Okay. Like do arts law. I'm like law is boring, guys. Don't want yeah. to. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't, I don't blame you. But you would have been a fine lawyer. Thank you. You could have been an excellent image. Except for my anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, my God, he's guilty. I can't deal with this. Or I'm losing. No, no, it would have been worse if you were losing and they weren't guilty. Yeah, yeah that would have been a lot more anxious. Like, There's not enough evidence. No, too, too, much, too much. But you could um, have legally blocked it, you know. Yeah, for one case. Legally brunette. I would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, Walter's trying to get in with Sonia's good graces by asking her to suggest some volunteering projects he could do around the council. And she's like, cool, we have a website. Yeah. F off, pretty much. Like, <laughs> like she was like, "Look, Toadie's told me that you're not good. Yeah, so I don't want to talk to you." She's got, she said, he said he's got some demons, and Sonia's got a to do list a mile long. She's back she from a trip. Need this, she ain't got time. But then all he has to say is, "I actually want to like do good and be better," and she's all over it. She's like, "Come to AA." Yeah, and there, there was actually a good little throwback moment to she mentions the guide dog puppies because she used to be a guide dog puppy trainer, and she that's did. how she met Toadie. Mm-hmm. And that was my favourite career from her, besides this new political career. But it was a nice throwback to Mm -hmm, her history. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, yeah, so she says, well, come on down to AA. I'm heading over there. Yep. It's not anonymous. 
No. It's me telling you that we yeah. Also, later in the week, Teresia's at AA. <laughs> Which we also, we call Everything's Anonymous. Yeah, yeah. So Sonia was there for her drug addiction. And gambling. And and Lucas was there for gambling. Gambling, yeah, yeah. And Teresia has uh, alcoholism and it's just come on, come all. Whatever your vice is. Will yeah. help you through this. They don't really have the money for separate rooms. No. So that you know, they just got to all do it. And you'd think Sonia, as a mayor, could maybe install a better program in the council. Yeah. She's like, why don't we really cater this? Yeah. Why don't we have Gambles Anonymous, AA, NA, with narcotics? Uh, and there, I think there was an overeater in that batch. Oh, with really? some food issues. Um, yeah. Hopefully, uh, there's someone with some mummy issues too, because that would make an excellent scene. <laughs> so Therese meets Mitch out the front later in the week. Yeah. And. Sonia goes straight for this is to rage. Yeah. Not anom- anonymous. I'm going to introduce you to people out the front. Not at all. It isn't, the whole thing is meant to be you're supposed to say your name at yeah. the start. Like, I'm Vaya. But no, this is my mate. <laughs> um, also, she's, Sonia's the mayor. Yeah. And she's that week she was convening the meeting. She has got a lot on. She's got a lot on. Why are you saying anonymous when the mayor, mm. whose council building it is, is. Yeah, they should start calling it things like counselling. Group therapy. Group therapy. That's fine yeah. too. Now, Therese is having some regrets because she mm. has sent Candace Alley to go and make a false confession to the police about Paul's involvement in the Lassiter's explosion. Yeah. And I love how quickly she felt guilty. It was the minute she'd sent Candace to do it. Yeah. She was like, I've made a terrible error of judgment. She shouldn't have done it. She knows she shouldn't have done it because Paul didn't really do it. And I think she knows that deep down because she keeps doing things like going to see him. See, Paul, see, Therese, I just don't think she's had enough psychiatric help in this. Definitely not. <laughs> we call her Therese. She's, <laughs> her moods are yo-yoing up and down. Yeah. She's still back at work. She's not receiving the proper treatment. No, she's no. all over the shop. Her daughter just flat out left her. That yeah. was the worst exit. I'm glad it wasn't a real marriage, though. It's just a marriage yeah, of convenience. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Her sham wedding. I was pretty. I was pretty worried that she actually loved him, married him for love. It wasn't that. No, she um, married him because he was pretty, and to get her residency in the US, which she didn't even need. But whatever. No, no, but he needed it. Otherwise, he, he couldn't have gone it. with it. But no, but she just went. I want to take my pretty bit of fluff with me to yeah. America, and you know, look, I'm down with that. I'm just sad because she could have met a few gorgeous California boys. Oh, imagine that over there. She could have got, got like a blonde guy with dreadlocks who surfs. Maybe she still will. Um, and that's going to be their divorce, the, the beginnings of their divorce. Maybe. They could definitely get divorced. It would be great if she got divorced before her mum got divorced to her father. Yep. Because that still hasn't happened. No, and it won't unless Lauren really wants to push the marriage, I think. Lauren's like, whatever, let's just be free and open. I think, yeah, I think Lauren would almost be okay with sharing him, to be honest. <laughs> and because Lauren's moving on and we're getting to that. Yeah. But, uh, can, the other thing I want to point out with Paul at the cop shop is that his legal aid lawyer is just not showing up. Terrible. So can't he even get like a law student at the uni to come and help him? I can't him? believe they haven't convinced Tony to do it yet. I think there's a conflict there. There's always a conflict for Tony, but he still does it. And I think, I don't know what kind of lawyer he's these days, but he's probably got the compo claims from Lassiter's to sort out. Oh, yeah. He's got a full docket. Oh, well, the conflict could be that he's Lassiter's lawyer. Why is it Tim Collins? I guess, did he fall out with Tim Collins? Why isn't Tim Collins coming Tim to Tim Collins him? doesn't do anything for, without money. Oh, of course, Paul of course, money. Of course. Yeah. that's why. Okay. Still, why can't Lucy or someone foot the bill? What's that silly show that's on after Neighbours? Couch Time. Yeah. Um, oh. Which a few people on Twitter 
because we talk about how so much how horrible it is, it's awful. People in the UK are starting to get really curious about what it is. How can they watch Couch Time? They want to see it. And like, can you guys do a reenactment? I'm like, oh. well, we're kind of doing it. It's just not funny. Couch Time. Oh, thank God. I'm like, <laughs> like they kind of sit around like we are right now and talk about Neighbours, but it's not funny. But I don't think they ever ever watch Neighbours because they're like, oh my God, can you believe Paul said that? I'm like, did you just see that scene? I- yeah, because Paul did nothing. They're reading and, off a script. They're, and have you met Paul before? Because he always says bad things. And they only react to the last 20 seconds that's mm. just aired. Yeah, yeah. So someone from Neighbours Script Department sends them a thing. Sends them a blurb, yeah. which fair enough. You know, Ain't nobody got time to watch Neighbours every day. I barely do. Yeah, exactly. But Unless you're watching it at 3am while feeding a child. Right, you're not, if if yeah. my job was to host a TV show that was on After Neighbours every day. You would watch it. I'd tune in. Just get invested. But you do a podcast on it, so you watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not getting paid. Ain't nobody getting paid here. Sonia was on it the other night. Oh, okay. I do love when the cast jumps on board. I just wish there was someone more competent to interview them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like, do you remember like um, uh, Smash Hits? Yeah. It's kind of Smash Hits yeah, for Neighbours. It is. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, Teray just feeling guilty and she calls Drab over. To, con- to, mm. to have confession with him and say, look, I've, st- I've dropped Paul in it. Yeah. I'm feeling bad. And while he's the ex-husband, she's she realises that he's the only one that can empathise with her. If Brad was able to empathise. Yeah, I don't know. Drab, he doesn't have 3D emotions like his that. His emotional spectrum is kind of lacking mm. yeah. lately. Yeah, he just sort of stands around. Like he doesn't, he's not distraught that he's lost his son and his father. No, one would think he'd start drinking or something. Like at least Trey's just I mean, getting on the wine. He's gone to he's gone surfing a couple of times. I guess that's how he's dealing but with he it. But he seems all right. And yeah, even when he's he thought Ned, they thought Ned had something to do with it. He was all right. He just called the police. <laughs> he's like okay. He's like a simple little kid, isn't yeah. he? Like you know, like when you you teach a little toddler, you know, if mummy gets sick, you got to call the ambulance yeah. because you. Like someone's pulled Brad aside and said, "Now, if anything happens, you just sit there." <laughs> And you sit in your special spot. Call the policeman. Yep. And you sit in your special spot and don't go anywhere. And so that's what he's done. Someone will come and fix this. Yeah. Because Tarage has trained him his yeah. whole adult life that yeah. she'll sort it out. And now Lauren has to do it. So Laws has got stuff on. Uh, as we uh, – Laws, let's move on to Laws because this is <laughs> – I'm all about this. I'm all about – I'm 100% here for this storyline. Yeah. Lauren – She's got sketching to do. And I see this is, again, we, she's living a balanced life. Yeah. She's taking time for her. Well, because the thing is, is that she's lost family members as well. Oh, God, yeah. Of late, like in the last year. Yeah, her husband and her um, her daughter's moved, Her all her children have moved into state. Uh, other than her illegitimate child. Yes. Who's now legitimate. Yeah. Yep. She's got her, she's stuck around. Yeah, she's stuck around. She kept one. But, she, you know, she was became a grandmother. The granddaughter was sick. Um I, who knows where Lou is? Oh, Lou's just... Oh. Um, anyway, so she's had tragedy and her her husband died. And it's good that she's channeling her emotions into her artwork. Yeah, and, and but she's actually doing what you're meant to do when you're grieving. Like she's doing things like doing artwork. Yeah, and taking time away from the from the workplace. Exactly. She lets Paige handle the cafe. Yeah. And and Xanthi. Xanthi can why whip, not? whip she up can a per- storm. poison people anytime. <laughs> So I do like she's taking time for herself and she's sketching Drab by the pool and Drab's got time in his schedule to sit there and read Tracks magazine. Yeah, because Brad don't have a lot on. Brad is never at that school and he just no. won an award. He won Shitizen of the Year for running yeah. this um, athletic program. What's for the program called again? Blaze. Bla- <laughs> Shot down in a blaze of glory. I just hate that it was like 
Because he's blazing He's not. He, w- he didn't have a program. And then somebody wanted to make a citizen of the year. So they went, oh, God, we better give Brad something. He can make kids run laps. Because, yeah. you know, there are apps you can download that teach you how to run laps. Yeah. Why? Why? And But I love, like, when they talk about the program because Lauren will say things like, those kids have got your help. And then I think, do they? No, they don't. He's never with them. But no, he doesn't go there. And maybe he sets up some cones. He has because they're always in that outdoor fitness area with the monkey bars. But that's it. Like he doesn't actually do anything. I've n- we've not met any of those kids. No, I wish we could. Maybe Paul could go there and get some I help. I reckon Angus should join Blazing oh, Saddles. Oh, Angus. Yes, excellent. Angus, excellent planning. Angus looks like he could run a lap. He could do with a lap or two. Yeah, he could do with a lap. Uh, okay, so he Drab's there modelling, just reading his magazine. Yep. And he gets called away to help to rage who's going through her emotional crisis. Yeah, and Lauren's very understanding about that. I, I love I love it. To rage, I love how um, accepting to rage and laws are. Yeah. Of, Look, they've come leaps and bounds. Amazing. Since the affair happened. So, Drab steps away and Ned's there cleaning the pool. Can I just talk about how often Ned's cleaned this pool this week? Um, can I talk about the fact that for some reason it's still hot? In <laughs> Actually, no. In their defence, it has been unseasonably warm this autumn. I understand that, but they don't live in Summer Bay. There's been <laughs> a surplus of like avocados and tomatoes and um, oh, has there? Fr- I saw a news story the other day and bananas and stuff. It's been so unseasonably warm that there's all this extra produce that's cheap now at supermarkets. Also, but I have not felt once this. My parents have a pool. At the moment, it's green because we do not clean it this time of year. Oh, it's not warm enough to go in water. It's, no. warm, it's warm enough to they're, grow an avocado. They're all popping out into their bathers constantly in the street. Yeah. I don't get it. They, um, they sort of think they live in Summer Bay. Melbourne is a little bit like London. Yeah. It, it's cold and it's rainy a lot. Yeah. And sometimes bursts of sunshine. Yeah. And wind or it's 45 degrees, which is very hot. Yeah. And then there'll be a week-long orange heat wave. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know... Your pool is green because you don't have Ned there yeah, every day. If I had day. Ned with his, ga- with his gang tattoos, I'd tell him to whip that shirt off and clean the pool. God, I love Ned. Also, I love that he – I guess he was a tattoo artist. I don't know if that was his full-time job in Sydney. But I don't know. He, well, he was also in a gang, so I maybe it was part-time. He's taken some kind of long service leave from whatever he does in his life. Yeah. I mean, maybe he was doing a TAFE course. I don't know. But he's free to be here in Erinsborough and clean Lauren's pool. Yep. And, and and he's financially able to sustain a life. Yeah, like and pay his mobile bill or whatever yeah, bills he's he got. Because he has bills. I know that he doesn't have a house, but he'll have some sort of bill. I got bills. We all got bills. And so now, one of the great lines of the week, Lauren asks him to step in and sit down and take over the modelling. Whip your shirt off and be your dad. And he's like, but is it going to look the same? And Lauren's like, you both got two arms and two legs. Yeah, and something else in the middle. code for, you both got wangs. Like... And and apparently Lauren doesn't care which one's in front of her. She doesn't care which set of Willis DNA oh, is in front of her. She is she is trouble. She's a little minx. I love it. Yeah, I love great. saucy really laws. Yeah. I love it. So how many month, How many weeks do you give them before they hook up? I'm hanging by a thread. I want it to happen by the end of next week. Yeah, I was going to say months originally because in real life it would take it months. It would, yeah. But it doesn't. It to rationalise the idea that you've got intimate feelings for your um, partner's eldest son. Is she going to have to have a couple of drinks first? I think when I imagine it, and I have imagined it, mm. they're drunk. Yeah, yeah. They've gotten into Tarage's washing machine stash. I think something could happen. There could be a birthday party. Yeah. 
and Brad goes off with Laura, uh, with oh Therese to do something. I love that we are writing fan fiction right now. Yeah, we really are. And it's saucy fan fiction. <laughs> so I think there's a barbecue, probably a barbecue because they like fiction. to be outside. Yeah, 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 good. Because obviously his shirt has to be off. Yeah. And you, you can't wear a shirt if you're outside. No. That's the thing. So barbecue, um, maybe they get stuck into the homebrew that Doug and Lou had oh, whipped yeah. up. The, the potent stuff. Yeah. Like they're trying to clear out the shed so they're yeah, Knocking and maybe back. Paige is there originally, but then she she goes off with John. She's got to go. Um, Paige and John, oh, my God. Get over it, Paige. Anyway, and so then, you know, one thing leads to another. Because it's already – okay, so in this episode, she starts consoling Ned. She's very comforting to Ned about his father. Yep. And so he's leaning on her a bit for that yep. guidance. And then they bond over their mutual um, artistic – Tendencies. Yeah, she says you're an artist, and he says I'm a tattooer. And she goes, "That's the same. It's the same. It is the same." He, when he's I, feeling sad, he drills into someone's flesh with a needle. I can sort of imagine more like his tattoo work is more on the aggressive side rather than the beautiful <laughs> side. But okay, fine. There's still beauty and anger. Uh, then they take their conversation to the pub because, like, they're poolside, and then they're in the pub under the guise of "We're going to meet your dad for a drink." I love how like she's like taking. Her son-in-law, no, <laughs> stepson. She's Woody Allen. What do you mean stepson? Oh, well, like, they're, no, they're not married. But okay, ish. okay, she is. Woody. You don't have to be married to be a life partner. Okay. She, she, I guess she, I don't want her to be it's Woody, a stepson. I don't want her to be Woody Allen, but it's not the stepson that she's groomed since he was eleven. No, had she ever met him before? She'd never met him before. He's an adult, but she's, she knows Beth. He's like twenty-one. She knows his mother. I don't want to think too much about it. <laughs> You're supporting this. Tweet us at Neighbours Pod. Is is Lauren Woody Allen? And I'll be okay with this. Yeah, and and just want to let everyone know that Faye is currently doing the face that I do when people prove me wrong about Paul. <laughs> I've got big my big doe eyes. She's like, no, but it was meant to be. No. And then what happens is Drab bails on the pub. Yeah. Because that's oh, his, that's his he, mo. He's cuddling trays. Yes, yeah. and then Ned sees them cuddling mm. and he goes off chop. He's like, I'm not about that. Yeah, and he likes Lauren, so he's for Lauren. Oh, I love. I just love how into it he is. I'm desperate to know, were they going cra- like, to crank up the chemistry to this level? Or did it just happen? Or did it just happen because they've got good chemistry? They do actually have good chemistry. Like I know that Lauren's a really good actress. Yeah. I don't know what his skills are like. That they, they seem fine. Oh, he's getting it done. Yeah, he seems fine. Oh, look, I've never seen him in another role, so I don't know how no. versatile he is, but he's doing well with this. I think that they maybe just had good chemistry. It's so great. God, I love it. This is why when Neighbours lets me down, they do stuff like this and yeah. then they win me back Yeah, and I'm yeah. okay. So, yeah. So let's head into Wednesday because that's when it all happens. All right. It's Xanthi's Sweet Sixteen. Oh, Oh, let's not forget Xanthi these days has a social media manager. Who is Aaron down the mines. Yep, because that's his new career and he's borrowed money off Nate to do it. And I love the fact that it's essentially Naomi's old job. Because remember one day Naomi went, I'm going to run a marketing business. It's called Naomi Canning Enterprises and I'm going to do event management and social media management. And uh, I don't even know if she got to the level of ordering business cards, but he has. He Yeah, he went straight onto Vistaprint and yep. he got those business cards done. Yeah, and they don't say what he does on it. And they've got <laughs> – and there's a typo on them because he's got at Aaron Brennan on Twitter and a bunch of people alerted me to the fact that there is a real Aaron at Aaron Brennan on Twitter. Oh, no. He's getting all these tweets now. Oh, no. <laughs> and I wonder what kind of person that 
person is and if they know anything about neighbours. And he's only got like five followers and he's only tweeted like once. So Oh, so he's not even checking the account. No. He doesn't even know about it. So what's happening is a few things. There's a few layers here. Now, it is Xanthi's 16th birthday party. Mm-hmm. It's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We know it's Wednesday because someone screenshotted for me Drab's iPhone. Okay. That said like 8.53 on a Wednesday morning. Yep. And also Sheila has to go to court. So yeah. it's, it's clearly a weekday. It's a weekday. Yep. She- Sheila's got a court appearance. For, for <laughs> this is the way things go in the Canning family. <laughs> for slapping uh, young Alison, yep. who was bullying, cyberbullying Xanthi. Yeah. Which I can kind of, I don't blame her. Yeah. I don't, she should have used her words. Yeah. Everyone should have used their words. And, and not on Twitter. No. No. And... Zanken has decided, even though she's quite despised among the student body, she's like, I'll throw a party. Why not? People yeah. will come. I'll get some sausage rolls. Oh, no, party pies. Party pies. Remember when Piper and Xanthi first became friends? It's because they decided to throw a party in a display home and charge people $10 cover charge. That's right. So she's like, I've thrown an amazing party before and people came and no one knew me. People will come again. Yeah, on a Wednesday. No, they're not at school. This is the weird thing. It's like 9 a.m. Drab gets called to have a chat with Tarage again and he's like, well, clearly he's not going to school. No. Susan is around. She's not at school. The no. kids aren't at school. It must have been one of those teacher-free days. I mean, student-free days. But on student-free days, teachers sit in the school and work on their curriculum, don't they? Yeah. Or do they just use it as an excuse to just booze on? I, I don't want to blame teachers here on the podcast. Because they have, they have it tough. They, they they have it tough. They have it look. They have it tougher than me. Mm. As a market, they have it tougher than marketing people. But but <laughs> but yes, I think that sometimes on student free days the teachers don't go in. No, yeah, yeah. I think that's what's happened here. I think it's a student free day because it's not a public holiday. It's a student free day. It feels like only yesterday that they went back from the school being on fire. Maybe they had to bring in some maintenance workers to just spruce up the school a bit more since the fire rebuild. Yeah, maybe. And they're like, oh, well, maybe we need to do a fresh coat of paint. Get out. Yep. And we're not going to do it on school holidays. So I guess that's what happened. We've reasoned that away. Now, everyone's frolicking in the pool mm-hmm. on a cold Melbourne morning. And on a cold Wednesday. Ned, shirt off, pool clean, cleaning the pool again. Yeah. Um, Ned, buddy, the pool's clean. I'd- Seriously, and your name's not Brennan, so why is your shirt <laughs> off? So, except his mum's last name is Brennan. So maybe by law, he has to have. Is he? Because she's Beth Brennan, Natalie Imbruglia. Is she related to them? It's not come out that they're related, but I reckon one day it'll come wow. out. Wow. They're not related. It's just a common surname. I think they're related. You need to get on Perfect Blend. I don't think ca- in the canon they're related, but maybe they'll retcon it so that he yeah. is related to the Brennans. I can't – my brain is trying to compute whether or not this is a gross situation. He, he's already related to Paige. As long as Aaron doesn't hit on him, I think it's okay. Hit on who? Ned, oh, Ned. If he's, if he's a Brennan. Ooh, Aaron and him together. Ooh, that would be good. Yes. Yes, yes, it would. Yeah, that would be excellent. I'm already dra- drafting a new fan fiction. What, what a canvas for Ned to work on. <laughs> so now Paige takes round a fruit platter mm-hmm. to the Canning household, which yep. she hasn't even glad wrapped. It's just a plate of open fruit. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's right. At this point. And John has someone who's allergic to it. Yeah, John yeah. Doe's allergic to pineapple. Also, I think it is weird that they're just running with the name John Doe. <laughs> if I lost my memory and they're like, you're yeah. our Jane Doe. That's when you become Antigone, Oliver. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm Antigone. I'm not Jane. Don't call me Jane. No. 
That's no. You, that's when you pick the name that you wanted when you were like eight years old. Yeah, you don't know that that's what you wanted because like, you don't I, have a memory. But I used to get jealous of those kids that had confirmations. Oh yeah, because they got to pick another they name. Pick a name. Like, yeah, oh, I never had that. Yeah. I would. I really wanted to be like a Tina or something. I was. I used to love the name Sarah. Oh, yeah, Sarah's good. With a H or without. With the H yep. or Laura. I used to love those classic because my name's Vaya. It's weird. Oh, yeah. You had a different name. I was like, I wish I had a normal name. So my actual name's Catherine, not C. <laughs> not the letter C. <laughs> and that's 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 very boring yeah. for Melbourne. And that's why you've rebranded on this podcast. It is, yeah. Because I said, yeah. what do you want me to call you? Yeah, not Catherine. Because seriously, I went to a Catholic girls' school and there was about 85 Catherines in my class, plus, just in the classroom. Plus we have another Kate on this podcast. Yeah. So it was yeah. And her name could actually be Catherine. Yeah, I don't even know that. Yeah, we should... Remude, what's your name? Yeah, tell us what your name is. So, <laughs> so, Zancan, not only has she decided to have a party on a Wednesday, middle of the Wednesday, yep. she's having her social media manager, Aaron, down the mines, coordinate it yep. and run the guest list. Really? And all Aaron had to do was buy alcohol and kids would have come. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if I'm 15 and I've got a 20-something-year-old bloke, a fabulous gay man running my party... I, I would have been there. I'm like, you're going to run the margarita bar? Yeah. All we had to do was take a couple of photos of some two-buck chuck. Sorry for the English people listening What's to What's two-buck chuck? Oh, two-buck chuck is um, – it's not $2 anymore. Oh, no. But when I was probably 14, it was $2. <laughs> um, it was Passion Pop or Spumanti. Oh, Spumanti is definitely. Spumanti is the worst name for anything. It's terrible. How did it happen? Um, so it was $2 at that point. Wow. And obviously if you drank enough of it, you definitely Now, chuck. Passion Pop's like five bucks a bottle now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So, so it's gone up, but way the, back in the day. The youth today. They, don't they know. probably call it five buck Chuck. <laughs> Four ninety nine Chuck? Yeah. <laughs> I just got excited then because um, I had an email alert on the neighbourspod at gmail.com account. And it's just spam. Is it, what's it trying to sell you? Is it trying to sell you something? Let me see. E-commerce and web development. Yep. Yeah. yeah. They're based in India. So that's Excellent. that's pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> so no one wanted to talk to us. Okay. Send us an email, guys, whenever you want. Just shoot the breeze. Faye will get it immediately. <laughs> uh, now, Ben. Oh, so what's happened also the week before last mm. is that Angus took Xanthi to a concert to Sisterhood. And I, I, had to talk, I had some issues here because when I was 15, I wasn't allowed to go to concerts. Yeah. Uh, was I, it well, like a British um, girl group or something? I don't know. It's fictional. So oh, it wasn't real. Okay, cool. But famously in my history, my our mates wanted to go to Savage Garden and they had an extra ticket and I wasn't allowed to go because I, I wasn't allowed to go to concerts. Savage Garden are very wholesome. Yeah, they really are. Uh, Actually, a fairly sad moment of my life happened recently when I downloaded their greatest hits. <laughs> that's a great moment. I really enjoyed myself for that day. Yeah, it was fantastic. That's a great day. Yeah. That's but all you need out of life. I wasn't allowed to work. I wasn't allowed to go to their concert. But I can't believe it. Where was the concert, Maya? Oh, it was somewhere wholesome. I don't even know because I... It was probably Rudd Labour. Like, it was probably, like, quite well, it a was, normal... It was smaller because oh. they weren't as huge. It Maybe was festival right hall. when they started. Yeah, so Festival Hall, I was actually wondering where Sisterhood were playing that Angus and Xanthi not only could go on their own as 15-year-olds, they didn't even have to ask their guardians for permission or, or accompaniment. I was totally allowed to go to concerts at 15. Where, where So Festival Hall, do you reckon they could have just gone? Dad used to drop me there. There was a good corner for Festival Hall. Okay, so yeah. maybe that's where he took yeah. her. But, but there's she, also a train station not far. She didn't even have to ask Colette and Anne if she was allowed to go. She, she just went. Yeah. And after the concert, they had a little pash. which was I love, like, the amount of rules that you were given in life. Yeah. It was great because you're so smart. Like, you spent all that time learning. 
because they might. I, th- I thought I would get in trouble if I didn't do my homework. Excellent. <laughs> I need to get all of these tips for raising children. Just do it the Greek way. You're not allowed to do anything. Yeah, and eat a bit. <laughs> when I was in year seven, I had a sleepover party and mum sent out permission slips. That is the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. I was mortified. And like, I love it. Because all our, my other friends were little nerd girls. They were fine with it. Yeah. Except, except for two of them, Jessica and Olivia were like the cool girls that hang around with us. I, think I they, don't remember who they are. They judged me quite visually. They were judging me as I handed them their permission slips and they didn't come to my sleepover. So. Oh, well, F them. Well, um, do you like them now? Oh, we're Facebook friends, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, I love it. So the Greek way is that you can't go anywhere and you have delicious food. Yes. And this sounds great. Always do your work. No dating. I think my mum was quite keen for me to have a boyfriend, but I just but you didn't. couldn't rustle yeah. one up. <laughs> But my dad was like, no boyfriends. And then at uni, he was like, no boyfriends. And then I finished uni, he's like, have, get a husband. I'm like, whoa, hey. Yeah. You're like, when did I get a boyfriend, dad? <laughs> I needed to do something in the middle. Yeah. So Ben is now suddenly decided he's into Zancan. Yep. And he's jealous of Angus. And I don't know if I'm buying that he's into her. Because he seems uh, quite irritated by her. Uh, yeah. But I kind of liked that. Okay. Yeah. I actually think that their chemistry is not that bad. It's cute. I buy them as good friends. I don't know yet about how invested in the romance I am. Well, Ben has suddenly, in the last fortnight, Ben has really become a lot more appealing. Like, not to me because I am an adult person, (laughs) but I I can understand why Xanthi's liking him. Yeah. Like, his his hair's pretty on on point. Yes. His outfits are great. And we know that Xanthi's very into fashion. I also buy the fact that she's gone head over heels for Angus as a consolation prize. Yeah, because he's from a different country. And, you know, when you are 15 or 16, different country is a big deal. And he's interested. Yeah, whenever we had an an exchange student at school. Forget about yeah, it. Yeah, it didn't matter what gender they are, what gender you were interested in. No. Everyone was all over them. All over it. Yeah. So. Didn't you have a Mormon one? Yeah, she was stunning. Yeah. Leslie. Yeah. L-E-Z-L-E-E. And stunningly beautiful, super friendly and sweet. And us nerd burgers wanted to be friends with her, but all the cool kids swept her up because she was like a bombshell, gorgeous. Yeah, I think someone I knew was friends with her. And, I can't remember and she went out with like the cute guy, so she wouldn't associate with us peasants. But every now and then in maths class, she would talk to me. Now, moving on from Zanthi, the upshot of what happens on her birthday is that no one comes to her party. No one. Like not a single skerrick of a person. Piper, her best mate at the moment, decides to go and comfort her alcohol- alcoholic mother, which, you know, I commend, but yeah. not on your friend's birthday, maybe. Or oh, just like be with your mum for a bit and then say, Mum, I've really got to go to this. Can you hook up with yeah. Dad again? Yeah. Well, yeah. Send Susan Kennedy around to look after yeah. Tarage. Uh, Ben's not into it and he just doesn't even give an excuse. He's just like, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to go. No, I might be busy. <laughs> and what happens is Alison, bitch Alison, who I love, has set up a rival party. In a hotel room. Penthouse CBD apartment with catering. And I love how the like catering is what they say instead of alcohol. (laughs) Seriously, if Aaron down the mines had set up a punch bowl that he'd spiked, all he had to do was whip his shirt off and start dancing like he used to, and taken a selfie by the punch bowl, and all of that mob of kids would have been over at the canning house. Uh, So no one comes except for Zankan's grandma and there and her lodger, and she's sad, sad panda. Now in the meantime. I don't care about that because what's happening over at Laura and Turner's house is that Ned is warning his father's girlfriend off of his father. He's like, dad's bad news for you. Do you know what he's up to? Do you know where he is? Yep. And Laura's actually doesn't even seem really fussed about where Drab is. She's like, oh, mm, 
Mm. I've got my sketching. Look, their relationship's not very hot right now. No. No. Uh, so she pops over to the cafe to do a shift and she asks Steph for advice on how to handle stepkids. Now, I'd like to point out that Steph's stepkids weren't legal, so it's not like they were flirting with her. No. Uh, she says to Steph... Um, also, it didn't end well. No, no. I don't think they're on speaking terms anymore. No, so I don't know if it's best to really get her advice. <laughs> but what I love about this scene, so Loz says, um, how did you go with them? And Steph's like, oh, you know, fine. Why? What's the problem? And <laughs> Loz says, well, uh, Ned's warning me off, Drab, and I think he might be flirting with me. And <laughs> Steph's like, whoa. Wow. Yeah. I got nothing for you here, sister. She's like, well, that never happened with the little Hoylands. <laughs> so um. she's, she's like, gives, a, she asks quite sensibly, are you misinterpreting this? And Lauren quite feebly says, oh, maybe he's just worried about me. Oh, dear. And yeah, that'll be it. That'll be it. And she walks off and Steph's like, the look on Steph's face is priceless. She's like, right. Good luck with that. Wow. Oh, man, Lauren, she really just wants to tell someone, doesn't she? She. It's like when you first have a crush yeah. and you're like, gather around, no. gather around everyone I know, let me discuss this to yeah. you. Yeah, I want to talk to you about all of the things all that happened. Time. Yeah. And what happens later is that she's like, I think he's flirting with me. So he's having a few rounds with the punching bag in the backyard mm-hmm. with his shirt off and Loz, who's looking fabulous as well, she's wearing her best outfits, she just goes to have a chat with him, shirtless by the punching bag. And she's not looking after herself and, and, and her drive at all. <laughs> no. And she calls him on the fact that he's sus on his old man. Mm. He, I've just got here punching bag in capital letters. <laughs> it's still the pink one, right? Oh, it's purple. Oh, there's two. And I can't tell whose is whose. Oh, okay. He's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to leave. I've got too much stuff going on. And mm-hmm. she's like, stay. The girls want you to stay. I want you to stay. And then touches him on the wrist. Oh, man. What? Yeah, no, it's going to happen by the end of next week. You're right. I was going to give her credit for not hooking up with her stepson, <laughs> but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I'm yeah. all for it. I'm on board. I'm a card-carrying member of this. I, I actually don't even know if there's going to be alcohol involved now. <laughs> Just some sweat. Yeah. Some adrenaline. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, no one's come to Xanthi's party, so she's consoling herself by playing the euphonium. Sorry, just have to point this out. You know how he's always cleaning the pool? Yeah. And you know how the, the kiss that was filmed by the drone? Yes. Brad was in the pool yard? Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you think the drone's going to capture this? Possibly, and it's going to be in the same place. Lauren doesn't stray far from the pool yard, apparently. I can't even cope. Okay. We end Wednesday with... Oh, Xanthi. Xanthi drowning her sorrows. No one's come to her party. So she decides, well, what's the next best thing? I can go have sex. Yeah, I'm going to have sex for the first time with this British kid. Although there is some conjecture about the fact that it's her first time because in the next episode she tells Angus it's not her first time. She's lying. But she tells Sheila it is her first time. Yeah, no, she's lying. But I reckon, I don't know. No, she's trying to seem experienced to Angus, yeah. So Because he, it's not his first time. She tells Angus. He's experienced apparently. Well, I'm not sure because he seems quite shell-shocked when she propositions him. Yeah. 
he talks about how he left a girl that he really loved in boarding school. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, boarding school is basically just hookup central. Of course, yeah. of course, he's done it. Of yeah. Course so he's he has. done it. I mean, I don't think he'd be any good at it. He probably got it. One of the places he got expelled was because he probably got caught. Doing, in the girls' dorm. Yeah. Yeah. So he would have had sex with this girl that he loved. Yes. Be, and it would have been on EastEnders or something and it wouldn't have been great. Yeah. Um, but Xanthi has not. And that's no. why she's being honest with her grandma. But she's not being honest with him. So cut to Thursday. Thursday, May 19th. She's told Angus, go and tidy your room because I'm coming around and we're getting down to business. Yeah. And she... I love how this day was so lengthed out. Like she had a party at 9am. Yeah. She's having sex by the afternoon. It was afternoon delight. Yep. She was planning for it. She's gone out and purchased a pack of dingers. Yep. Uh, UK friends didn't... I tweeted the word dingers. They didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> they didn't like it. They just didn't understand what I was saying. It's the the protection Xanthi's gone out and purchased. The prophylactic. Prophylactics. <laughs> she, uh, she got the jumbo pack and she has popped on her best new jacket. I actually felt like she got her fabulous gay friend to buy them. They were kind of like the condoms that a fabulous gay person would You mean buy. Aaron Down the Mines, yeah. her social media manager? Yeah. I feel like they were called something pretty erotic, like yeah. they weren't called condom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were, yeah, it was like jazzies or something weird yeah. like that. So a- Angus, meanwhile, is ushering Susan and Ben out of the house. And uh, meanwhile, Amy's pulled Xanthi aside for a heart-to-heart because she's found the dingers in Xanthi's mm. bag. And, and Amy really- was a teen mom. I like Amy's form here. I don't know where her son is. That's where is her son? No idea. Maybe he's at football camp? <laughs> he's gone on a lot of camps. Did he move to Germany with his old stepdad? Maybe. Because yeah. I haven't seen that's him. That's actually really weird. Where is her son? I have no idea where he is. He Jimmy, would, that's his name. He would have he would had a great time at Xanthi's party. Mm. So, he would have had some party pies. Oh, I missed the best line, sorry. At the party when no one sh- showed up and they're like, we can still have fun, Xanthi. She said, wake up and smell the party pies. <laughs> I love it. She's such a bogan, even when she's trying not to be. Great. Then Colette Nan somehow finds the box as well and Amy sits Zancan down and is yep. like, if you're going to do this, at least you're going to know what you're doing. Let's talk about how to use these things, mm-hmm. which I thought was very responsible of Amy. Yep. But and she's just trying to be like she's closer in age than Sheila, and she's just yeah. trying to you know speak with her and make sure she knows. I'm going to be doing. the cool mom, and yeah. Colette Nan finds the box as well, and 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 she's call, she's Colette Nanny yeah. about she it. She goes yeah. off chop, and look, there's no rubbish privacy in this household because people are always going through the canning garbage and finding people's yeah, they, they personal are. things. Meanwhile, Zancan's taken herself over to the Kennedy house, and she and Angus are going to get down dirty up against the hallway wall. Yep. Like not even – We obviously there's no bedroom set. Yep. But we have a bit of Kennedy wall space that they're yep. backed up against. Yep. Because there's sort of like a, a landing space apparently. Mm. And they, God, it's a roomy house, isn't it? Very roomy. Um, and she's wearing the jacket. Yeah, beautiful. Like it's kind of um, aqua blue. And pastels. Pastel pink and purple. And sort of pleather. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And did you ever think those words that we just said would be together describing a piece of clothing? No. 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 Maybe part of Sonia's caftan. Yeah. But not a hip young teen's fashion forward outfit. I mean, she has been under fire for her fashion choices on Instagram, but I think she's got it right with this jacket. Um, and one thing I want to point out is that I'm really excited that there's a couple of teens vying for sexual opportunities on Neighbours yes. because I love I love it when they have like virginity loss 
things happening on neighbors i love it i did i loved the sex chat i loved the do you want it to be special chat and yeah and well, she's like nah, nah i just want to do it just want to get it done and that's you know it's happening younger and younger and it's good to practice safe sex and all of that yeah all about it and i also loved colette nan sweeping into the kennedy house calling it a house of abandon and <laughs> yanking xanthi out of there and then judging. i love how colette nan's able to judge susan She's the only person that would do that without, without. oh, man. I loved it. And Susan's like, what? I got no Susan's idea. Susan's like, what? There's, there's teenagers having sex in my house? I don't know if Susan's up to this job. No. i got to say, no. yeah. So that was golden. And now because I spent so much time on how great Wednesday was, we can sort of, let's be a bit fluid about how we talk about the final two days. So yeah, fair enough. what's left is we've got, oh, Paige has been rejected by John Doe because he, meanwhile, has taken up hypnotherapy with Dr. Carl Kennedy. Yeah, now I tweeted out there, since when has Carl been a hypnotherapist? And someone wrote back, apparently he's been doing it a long time. Um, he's damn good at it for somebody who doesn't do it regularly. So not only is he a cancer doctor, or a GP, a gynecologist. Remember when he helped um, Toady with his sexual problems? He a bike rider. is a hypnotherapist. He practices alternative medicine. But he's very good at it. Now, I, have you been hypnotised? Well, actually, when I worked at a radio station that's co- common breakfast radio fair is yep. to have a hypnotherapist in and it doesn't work well they, i've been hypnotized a little bit um just for quitting smoking okay and it worked okay but it wasn't a standard hypnotherapy session it's, to me it reminds me a bit of meditation yeah it was much more like meditation mm. but i did actually go to a hypnotherapist because i have some memories that are blocked and i wanted oh. to get them out but they don't work like that <laughs> And they, the woman looked at me like, this is not Neighbours. Life isn't Neighbours. Right. We can't get these memories out of you. It's They're not, just not there. It's not like looking up an old DVD. No. And playing it again. Yeah, which apparently that's what it's been like when you're with Carl. So I need to get to Erinsborough to get those memories out. So John Doe's seeing all these visions of fire and rescuing someone from a fire. Yeah. So I reckon he's just a fireman. Ooh. He's quite svelte, isn't he? We haven't had a fireman before. Oh, that'd be great. Aaron would love it because he has the outfits. Oh, amazing. So that's a cost-saving situation and there's always a lot of disasters. So we need a fire. Exactly. Human nature, SES, fire, it'll work out. Perfection. Now, what also has happened at this point is that Carl's decided he's out of his depth. Two hypnotherapy sessions in, he's decided, I don't have the skill set. But he's like, you know, like the nanny whisperer. Carl is the hypnotherapist whisperer. Like he immediately was able to get these memories out of it. And then he's like, nah, I can't do this anymore and refers him to a psychologist, which I think you should have maybe done in the first place. Yes, yes. I think I think actually he should have been seeing a psychologist back when his memory didn't come back. Yeah, it's like this is quite a traumatic thing for you to go through. Yeah, and it felt like the Department of Human Services, who got brought up quite a bit, have like a plan for this. Yeah. Like this, and I feel like a psychologist would be part of it. In fact, if he'd gone to the halfway house that they had booked for him, maybe there was a group therapy there for him. Probably was, but they they didn't go. It would have gone there. And, and there, imagine if he went to the halfway house that is set up for people like this, and everyone's just like, hey, my name's John. John Doe. <laughs> They're all called John. And someone's like, oh, my name's Jane. Jane Doe. It's so funny. Are we related? Oh, man. But the thing when is, when you don't have an identity, you all get called John Doe. Oh, man. It's terrible. But I am not loving how much of a puppy dog Paige is being. No, because she enrolled at uni a month ago. Oh, now she doesn't care about herself anymore. She's not even going to the toots. She's not even downloading the lectures. No, nah, she's not downloading any lectures. What a disappointment. I don't know if Paige has a computer anymore because I think she maybe got rid of it after the kid 
had the fake relationship. Yeah, after she got catfish, she's like, got to yeah. throw this out. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of skipping over the whole fact that Nate isn't happy that Aaron's uh, social media business is now employing uh, Paul. Yeah, which is, look, it's not surprising, but he didn't have to back into him. He reversed over him. (laughs) I feel like like someone's reversing over someone in that car park every few months. They should actually probably get some mirrors up, uh, maybe some uh, crossing so that people stop walking behind cars. A cautionary sign or something. Don't walk into cars. It's very badly planned. Sonia needs to get on this. I feel like it's near the near her nursery, though, isn't it? It's, it's a, at the very least, it's near the mayoral offices. Yeah, or the AA meetings, which mm. is the same. So, actually, we should get back to everything. Everything's anonymous on Friday. So, what happens is, uh, so Nate's run Paul down. Paul's back in the hospital with a broken collarbone. Yeah, but he's more importantly, as Carl's pointed out, he's got a broken collarbone and bad feelings. <laughs> He's he's a sad sack. Yep. And I love that Carl, Carl goes home and talks to Suze about it and says, have we not been there enough for Paul? And Suze all but says, are you serious, mm. Carl? Because we don't like him. Yeah. yeah. She's like, we're not friends with him. No. <laughs> Remember when he tr- he ruined, you were going to be mayor, Carl, and he ruined it? <laughs> Remember when I worked for him at the newspaper? Remember that? Yes. Yeah. So Susan's like, no, no. Sometimes um, like we're very open-minded with our relationships, but I think every now and then we can get a bit um, mere male, new idea style with mm, our partners. Mm, like, mm. you know, like I sometimes still judge my boyfriend for not stacking the dishwasher properly. I'm like, oh, yeah. <sighs> since since I had a baby, it happens constantly. Yeah, it's like, sweetie, this yeah. doesn't go in the dishwasher. This is hand wash only. And, I and, think- and then you say it and you're like, oh, silly. Silly man. Silly man. And then I judge myself. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, who cares? Yeah. But I feel Susan's a bit like this. She's like, sweetie, we don't associate with him. Yeah. And... Do I need to write a list of who we're friends with and who we're not friends with? Yeah, and let's put Sarah <laughs> on, on which side, list. Susan? Oh, man. Let's make a whiteboard. <laughs> yeah, it has to be a whiteboard on, on Ramsey Street because it's so fluid in the changes. Because <sighs> Sarah's on one side suddenly and then she moves over to the other side. We're going to care for her child. Yeah. Maybe they could have got magnets, you know, so they could just move them. Yeah, great. Yeah. Great. That sounds like something Carl could do. Great plan. Oh, at this point, by the way, back with the Zancan wanting to lose her virginity situation, she now wants to book a motel. Oh, she's going to – she just says, I'll just book a motel, but get some privacy there. <laughs> what? Are you spending all your cafe earnings on a on – No, a- she has all that money. Of course, because she stole it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that was my immediate with the plastic surgery. Mm. We, yeah, we need to talk about okay. plastic surgery. So Angus tells her when she suggests the hotel, Angus says, look, I had someone in England – that was real. This isn't real. And I'm not over it. I'm not Good over on you, it. Angus. Well, he was being quite realistic. He's like, look, this is not first time stuff. Yeah. It's very hard for teenage boys to articulate their feelings. And he's really given it a crack here. He is. He's being a good boy. And so she says, immediately Xanthi goes to, is she prettier than me? Oh, boy. Oh, Xanthi. Uh, what has Brooke Canning done to this girl? Oh, man. Because she's a mess. She's she, a hot mess. She is a mess. And then um, she goes home later and she's got a text message mm-hmm. From a plastic surgery place, just confirming her appointment. <laughs> now, I'm assuming this happens all over the world. When you go to a hair appointment, you get one of these little texts. Yeah. And it says, confirming your appointment, yes or no. Yeah. But it happens for flippant appointments. Yeah. Ha- my gym texts me. Yeah, there we go. Like, And it's almost like a guilt thing. Like, you're, you've made an appointment to come to the gym tomorrow. You better you come. You better come. And I'm like, okay. And massages. Look, you get a text message for the kind of thing you forget. Yes. And that's why they're excellent. And sometimes if a company doesn't send me a text message, I won't go to that company no, anymore God, because no. I need somebody to tell me that I've made an appointment. In fact, I walked out of the gym the other day and 
I'm like, oh, what time's my appointment next Wednesday? Ah, you guys will text me. It's fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't need to communicate with you on a personal level. I'll get a text message. And so I can't believe that Xanthi has found a plastic surgery place <laughs> that's willing to send her a text like that. Firstly, take an appointment from a 15-year-old at the time, now yeah. 16. and not even like do a psychology appointment. Now, now, often with big surgeries, you have to go to a psychologist right. first. Right, yeah. So I had a friend that got a breast reduction mm. at a young age because she needed it for medical reasons mm. and she had to go to a psychologist. Great, yeah. Um, as part of it because they needed to explore what this may impact well, there's, they've already used up the one psychologist that's around by assigning him to John Doe, him or her to John well, that's Doe. That's true. That's true. But anyway, so she says yes. She confirms that appointment. I'm going to jump ahead and assume that she's going to get breast enlargement I surgery. Guess. I guess. It's not unclear. Yeah. But maybe, it could be like Botox Maybe or it's Botox. Yeah, or like lip fillers or something. Chemical peel or something. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll find out when she goes to the appointment because she yeah. said yes and she's, she's going. She wrote Y. Y or N and she wrote back Y. Yeah, she did. And so... That's worrying. And meanwhile, Angus has come and good. He's confessed to Susan that he's made some bad decisions and he says to Susan, I'm really glad you haven't thrown me out. That's nice. Thanks. Everyone else gets rid of me. Thank you. But Ben doesn't take too kindly to this. Ben thinks this kid is all sorts of bad. And then he loses it at Susan Carl and says, I can't believe you're letting this kid who's the son of the woman who had an affair with dad, grandpa, live in this house and taking his son. And side. Angus hears it. He puts a lot of exposition into that rant. Yeah, I can't believe it, all the words. Um, but Angus hears it, which is really sad. Oh, that was sad. Yeah. Uh, but also his mum was single at the time, so it's fine. Don't judge your mum. No, you got to judge Carl for this. Yeah. Carl's the one hooking up with his employees because yeah. she was his receptionist. Oh, yeah, that was a duty of care that was, was. breached. Mm. Now... We wrap up the week and Friday. Sonia's back at EA. Um, everything's anonymous, yep. convening. She's got to set up the bickies. She's and introducing te- people by name. She's got to put the turn the urn on. And she introduces Walter to Tarage. Yep, by name. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Tarage gives a heartfelt speech to the, the EA group about how she's lost her son. And, instead and of, father-in-law. And father-in-law. Instead of them going, <laughs> drink up, hun. Like, it's been a rough week. They're all like, okay, yeah, we get it, we get it. So the, one of the most amazing moments is that after the meeting, Tarage is at the pub. <laughs> she goes straight to the pub. Just happy hour. And I love She's that, got like, the house red and away you go. If she was a real alcoholic, no offence, but she would go somewhere else. Somewhere concealed. Well, let's go to the dryer wine. Back to the laundry, pour the, decant the alcohol into the drum of yeah. the washing machine and grab a straw and away you go. Put it in the coffee cup like a real crazy. Yeah, she's yeah. there with her house red just, you know, swirling it in the glass in the in her local bar. And she's not only she's sitting at the front door. <laughs> and so Walter comes in and sees her with his lemon lime and bitters and um soda water. Yeah, no judgment. No judgment. <laughs> He's like, "You know what you do you." Yeah. To rage. You do you. And they have a nice chat. And then what happens after this is one of the most shocking moments is that he goes back, he walks to Rage home. And she's sourced. She's all sorts of sourced. <laughs> like she's saying things like, you know what I like about you, Mitch? That's what she says. Oh, yeah, because she thinks his name's Mitch. And then at that point they go, eh, I'm a man. You're a woman. You're a woman. And, and we both feel that way about men and yeah. women. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's an important yep. yeah, qualifier. And away they go. They yep. they start making out. Now, he's a downgrade. I will point that out for her. From Paul. 
from anyone that she's been with. I still, I'm happy with Walter over Drab at this point in time. Yeah. At least Drab, look, he, she had him well trained. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Paul doesn't have a leg, but, you know, he's not unattractive. The, he's very interesting as a person. His remaining limbs, he's quite in control of. Yep. And he's, like, he's interesting as a person. He's got many layers. Yeah. But you know what, Tarage? Again, you're grieving. Yep. You're back at work. Yep. You're... Children have moved away. You do you. Yeah, yeah. You just do what you need to do right now for you. Yeah. Lauren, sketches. Therese is going to jump in the sack Maybe with Walter. Therese should do is hook up with Ned. No, no. <laughs> wait, no, no. That's he, Maybe he, he's her stepson as well. Maybe Lauren and Therese could just pass him around. N- no. <laughs> I know that I don't often draw a line, but I'm drawing a line. You know what she needs? She needs a Brennan. She does need a Brennan. Where's the dad? No, I want. I reckon Mark would go with Tarage. Oh, they actually probably could have good chemistry. They would have great chemistry. Okay, neighbours, are you listening? <laughs> I think sometimes they might be. They yeah, just, I think sometimes they, they just won't admit it. Yeah, well, they need to hurry up and get that relationship happening because I would love it. <laughs> Imagine if Piper came back and he was the stepdad, <laughs> came back to the house, and she's like, "What? So, I want to hook up with your brother. What's going on?" One more bombshell is dropped on us. Uh, as if that wasn't enough, we leave on that pash and we go back to the the Rebecca household. Yep. And Sonia's like, "Oh, guess what, Tony? Um, your mate Mitch came to Everything's Anonymous, and I reckon he's all right. So and, stop being so mean. And don't judge me for bre- like revealing his identity, the identity of an addict to you. Yeah, and telling you who comes to my meeting. <laughs> yep. Um, and Tony's like, "Ooh, um, actually, that's your uncle. So there's that." Yeah, well, I was, I was really proud of Toadie, though, because normally our neighbours, it would have to be revealed. Yeah, someone she else, had, Steph, would have to say it. Yeah. And we the snippets of what's happening next week is Sonia opens a can of Whoopass on Toadie for yes. this. It's great. She's yeah. got all this newfound confidence from being a political leader. Oh, yeah, she's angry. And I love it. But more importantly, the snippet into next week is that Ned <laughs> touches, all about this touches Loz on the hand, I think, on the arm. Oh. He touches her somewhere. Well, I've, I rewound it a few times. <laughs> I might have to go back and watch it because I wasn't my focus. So <laughs> that's where we wrap up. And I, CJ, have a, another treat. It's already a treat that you're back mm-hmm. on deck. I have another treat next weekend. We're doing another podcast, back-to-back weeks. Oh, yeah. Each week in a row. Yeah, because I had my guests were only available next oh, weekend. Okay. So I'm having the hosts of the Junk Time AFL podcast. Yep, love my, it. My comedian mates who do a footy podcast, yep. Michael Chamberlain, Adam Rosenbachs, I'm making them watch Neighbours next week. And, and, and they're not Neighbours watchers, they, which I actually think is a, a great podcast. Like, I think that's yeah. actually really good. I yeah. had to text them what time it was on and what channel. Really? And what channel on Foxtel. They don't know what time Neighbours is on? Well, I did it anyway. I didn't ask them. I just assumed they had no information. I'm okay with them not knowing what channel because, you know, a few years ago we made them move to Channel 11. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. But if they asked me, like, to watch to watch a footy match, I wouldn't know how. Well, that's a good point. I wouldn't know how. So I gave them all the equipment they needed. I think this is going to be great. And I've wait. said to them, watch at least three episodes. And usually when I say that to you guys, I'm like, just watch at least three episodes. You guys, like Hunter and everyone who's come on are always like, oh, I'll watch all of them. Yeah. And I said to... Those guys, I'll just watch three, at least three episodes, but you can watch all of them. And they went, no, maybe we won't watch all of them. (laughs) Oh, I think it's great. It should be really interesting. So I'm pumped. They'll be on next weekend. Are you ever going to be on their podcast? Because I'd like to see you watching a football game. I think that terrifies me. (laughs) But they talk more about 
not the game, right? A lot. They talk a lot about the goings on of the comings and goings of players. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Behind, like behind it's not the drama of it. Tribunal. Tribunal. Yeah. Tribunal. I don't even know how to say that word. Yeah, I'm very keen yep. to see what, how they're going to read this all. And that's that. CJ. Thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. And I'm glad that for the, the Angus that's annoying us, we have an Angus that is good and yes. pure yes. as well. And at Because I Am Pink is your Twitter if people are up at 3 a.m. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to keep doing it because yeah. a couple of people answer and I'm, like, I'm really excited that people are online yeah. talking about Neighbours at that time. Because it's not just the UK. We've got people in Europe that listen and I've got no idea when they're watching Neighbours. Yeah, and even though it's on the UK at 1 a.m., right? Yes. So there's got to be people in the UK that oh, are watching it later. I think it's on recorded it. it. 10.45 our time and then like 7 a.m. our time. Okay, well, three is a nice place in the middle of that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm at Vaya Pashos and at Neighbours Pod on Twitter and send us an email because um, I'm sad looking at this one spam email that's sitting there. <laughs> yeah, neighbourspod, neighbourspod at gmail.com. I would like it if anyone could tweet us or email us and tell us if, if we think the Brennans are related. Yeah. The current Brennans and the Natalie Imbruglia flavour of Brennan. Yeah, and, and if, if they think they are, tell us how. And submit your fan fiction ideas for how Ned and Loz are going to get it on. Yeah, and, and I... leave her alone in the room with that <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> and that's where we're going to leave it. <laughs> See but, you, everyone. Bye. I didn't do it. I didn't do it.